Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Happy Friday, August 7th. We made it through another week here on the youth, Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. This is Amanda Marie, and today I'm joined by Idania. looks like Idania and I are going to have our show to ourselves. It's funny because it's like the passing of the baton show, the old student station general manager and the new student station general manager. You should be in for some fun today. I think Anthony will be joining us at some point, but eh, who cares? Idani and, and I can handle this. We got this. We're ready for another spectacular show here on the youth. Before we get into any of the pretty interesting topics we have for today, there's some pretty, pretty deep things we're going to get into today. We will, of course, go through our COVID-19 rundown, of which we do at the beginning of each and every single show. We're going to kick things off with the global case number, which is currently at 19 million with a surpassing death toll of 712,000 and 11.5 million recoveries. We're also seeing in the United States a confirmed total of 5 million cases, 162,000 deaths, and 2.5 million recovered patients. So flying during the pandemic, we've talked about this topic on the youth. We've talked about it during the entire course of this pandemic we've talked about we saw travel just completely kind of halt for a while there we didn't see a lot of traveling international travel definitely we didn't see a lot of that but we're now starting to see as things are kind of getting normal we're seeing some people taking the risk going on flights and you know it's been a scary thing going to the airport and catching a flight but there's some new developments in research that does show the odds of catching COVID on a flight are actually pretty slim which you would think the first thing that comes to your mind is, wow, traveling on an airplane, I don't want to do that for a long time because who knows how you you can catch COVID pretty quickly on there. But say a full two-hour flight, the chances of getting COVID are about one in 4,300. Now, if that middle seat is left empty, which we've talked about that here on the youth, some airlines are opting against that to pack the flights up again. Some airlines are sticking to this through the rest of the year. If that middle seat is left empty on these flights, it's only about one in 7,700 will catch COVID. We're also seeing in addition to this new research, we're seeing the United States has decided to lift travel warnings against international travel on Americans. But of course, Americans still cannot get into Europe because the European Union has a ban on certain hotspot countries and their them not being able to come into the United States. I mean, into the European Union and the United States is one of those. But we're seeing Americans now hunting for loopholes to get into these European countries. So in some cases, they're getting letters proving that they need to go to Europe on business in order to skirt the ban. We're also seeing some countries, you know, it's there's a little bit back and forth. There's not a lot of communication going on there where some countries are allowing tourists in based on their nationalities or not. And in other cases, it's where they're coming from. So this does cause a lot of discrepancy because if someone from the United States can get into Spain because they took a flight somewhere else and now suddenly Spain's letting them in because this is where they came from, they can now pretty much roam freely within the European Union when in some cases other countries are not allowing Americans in at all. So this kind of, it's kind of a scary thing to see for the European Union because now Americans are getting that loophole. And when this entire pandemic started here in the United States, we had fear that people from Europe and people from, you know, other countries where the coronavirus was really bad, we were worried about them finding loopholes to get into the United States. I think it's better safe than sorry. Like just don't travel unless you unless you have to like i understand what europe is doing europe is trying to keep europe safe you know because you look at the numbers and it's nothing against us specifically it's just against the fact that our numbers are so high and personally i don't know about you but i would not get on an airplane regardless of those statistics of anyone who did the research i don't care I would not get on an airplane. I do understand that some people need to get on an airplane, be it for business or maybe to visit family. But I feel like a lot of people are also using it to go on vacations. And I feel like it's not a time to do vacation. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you're working, 
props to you because it's a tough time to be working internationally and having to deal with international clients. But if you're just trying to go on vacation, you know, we're seeing with, at least here in the United States, we're seeing a lot of people go to Puerto Rico because it's a cheap flight. It's not too far, but we're seeing Puerto Rico with an influx of tourists and them not being able to handle the increase in cases in Puerto Rico. But if you're just going on vacation, put that vacation aside and not only think about yourself but think about other people because if you don't care and you're like well if if I'm going to catch COVID I'm going to catch COVID at least think about the other people that you're putting at risk because everybody reacts to COVID differently and we've talked about that time and time again I may not catch it you may not catch it because we have stronger immune systems but say someone who has a weaker immune system or someone who is susceptible to catching COVID a lot more than we are. You know, you have to be careful and precaution, which is why we wear the mask, which is why we do social distancing. It's why we practice all these new practices to ensure that we don't spread to other people. But if you're just selfishly traveling during this pandemic and trying to find loopholes, going through these extents to get into Europe and go on vacation, can't you just stay at home and hang out and wait till things get a little bit more normal so that you can do and travel properly not having to go through all these loopholes and risk getting in trouble for doing so make home your vacation like just just chill out at home like it at the end of the day i love your cup amanda at the end of the day it's just about the people you spend the the time with the vacation with i mean <clears throat> i've never been to europe or any of that i'm sure it's great but i think the best part about a vacation is um, besides not being in school, is <clears throat> spending time with your family, spending time with the people you're going to go on vacation with. So, yeah, it's not the same, I understand, but you're at home. You're with your family. And just make the best out of it. Like, have a game night. Play Uno. Like, make a big dinner or something. Like, I think it's just important to realize that we are in a global pandemic and that the reason we're not we don't need to be traveling is because we're in a global pandemic we don't want to infect other people or possibly get infected and then infect the people that we love i feel like people are just not taking that into consideration and a lot of people are being selfish so honestly you won't catch me on a flight like probably three years i don't know but not right now you won't catch me at Disney. None of that. Mm-mm, no, definitely not right now. Because like you said, even though it's shown and it's being proven that your chances of catching COVID on a flight are pretty slim, forget the actual flight itself in this scenario. Now we know it's safe to fly. So it's somewhat safe to fly. Because if you have to hop on a plane for XYZ reason, you have to do it. But it's avoiding those places that were really bad COVID hotspots. And like you said, don't take offense to it. They're not discriminating against Americans. It's the fact that they don't want these increases in cases again because we saw Italy and how bad things were in Italy due to the coronavirus, and they don't want that to happen again to them. When we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk about, we've we've heard all about this week, TikTok, what's going to happen with TikTok, what's going on with TikTok. An executive order has been signed last night, and now the time is ticking. And if that clock strikes, TikTok will be no longer. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series 6 channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. 
You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? You're not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He ate us. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, carrigo. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio, Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Ah, oh, Idania, it looks like Anthony finally jumped in. I guess the Idania and Amanda show is not going to happen today. But that was, the first, a- that was a fun first segment. You know, yeah, he had to jump in, having some technical difficulties as always. Always something with little Mr. Paw Patrol. <laughs> In this next segment, talking all things TikTok, what's going on with TikTok. Last night, Trump officially signed an executive order that will take effect in 45 days, which is September 21st. This executive order bars any transactions with WeChat, which is another Chinese app that uh, the United States is looking and banning, or TikTok by any person or involving any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. So this order now gives a 45-day deadline for the acquisition of TikTok, which as we know, Microsoft is in the works of trying to purchase TikTok, but we're still not sure if Microsoft does not make that deal by September 21st. If that, like I said, if the clock strikes midnight, Cinderella will lose everything (laughs) and TikTok will be no longer. But we're seeing how Microsoft is making these big, they're trying to take these big steps in purchasing TikTok because as we know, TikTok really relies on American content creators. Most of their content creators are Americans and this would really hurt the app if they lose so many Americans from this app. So 
the possibility of TikTok not being around is becoming more real. We heard talks of, oh, it's going to get banned. It's going to get banned. It's going to get banned. But nothing was ever set into effect. Now it's like, like when you, when you're doing a race, the clock starts now and it's towards the finish line. And now we're trying to see whether or not this app will get banned. We're seeing how other apps are now trying to race to become the replacement for TikTok in the scenario that TikTok does get banned. We're seeing Instagram just introduced a new feature called Reels. It's pretty much the exact same thing as TikTok. It's housed in the stories, but you don't get you don't get to create your own audios, which we know is very popular with TikTok and the remixes and stuff like that. But it's pretty much the exact same thing as TikTok. We're seeing apps like Triller are gaining a lot more attention again because of the uncertainty with TikTok. But I know. Ilani is a huge TikTok fan. She's always sending me TikToks, the hand sanitizer TikToks about the Bath and Body Works being just straight, strictly fragrance and glitter, fighting off the coronavirus. I know Anthony loves to make TikToks. He has a great time making them. So the three of us here have used TikTok at some point. We watch TikTok all the time. We've probably made some TikToks here and there. What do you think? How are you feeling towards this? And now it's kind of like, a race to the finish line like I said we're kind of just now it's like highway to the danger zone I guess you could say <laughs> um I I feel like it needed to be done because it's a Chinese company and they are stealing our information so I mean good thing and no matter how good the app is that's still not a good thing and I understand why Trump doing what he's doing it's a safety precaution and a lot of people are hating on him for doing it but I personally think it's the right thing to do because, again, it's a safety precaution. These people are still information. And I would not be surprised if in two to three weeks, Microsoft buys TikTok. I don't think the negotiation is going to be that hard. Right now, the hype of TikTok is insane. So the amount of money that company is going to get from Microsoft, and we know that Microsoft pays loads of money. I mean, loads of money for to buy other companies. So... I think it's a win-win on both sides, and I would not be surprised if it happens soon. I agree. I believe, like, in my heart, I feel it deep inside my soul that Microsoft is going to buy off TikTok. I, like, there's just, there's so much hype and so much popularity surrounding TikTok that they're not just going to let it go with a fight. Who knows? Everyone on TikTok might gather enough money to buy out TikTok. Like, that's that's how insane, like, insanely popular this app is. Like, you did this for what? Like, why? Why are you trying to buy out TikTok? I mean, I get what Anthony's saying, but at the end of the day, I don't know. Like, what information are they stealing? Like, do you know? Can you inform me what information are they stealing? Because unless they're just looking at us making fun of Trump and, you know, like all the dumb stuff we post on TikTok. I don't think there's really anything that the Chinese government can benefit from that besides like the fact that we all love making fun of our president. Um, I just, I don't think, I don't think, you know, banning TikTok is going to be the answer. But I mean, he's the president. He does what he does for hopefully a good reason. And we're just going to have to deal with it if he does end up banning TikTok. We're just going to have to, you know, deal with it, move on to another platform and continue being silly and goofy there. Which we've done that in the past before. We always talked about how TikTok was probably going to just be a phase and it was going to be a thing for a few months, maybe a year. But we never expected it to be this much of a craze. TikTok was once musically and musically was popular in 2015 and then it sort of just died down and that was the end of that before musically it was dub smash and before dub smash it was vine there's always been a platform like this that sort of just phases in and out because instagram twitter and facebook have always been like the standing social media platforms that once they started they always had that popularity but with apps like this that it's to create videos and stuff like that We've always seen it, you know, it's a phase in and out, in and out, that sort of thing. Will this new Instagram feature reels be that new TikTok if TikTok is no longer? You know, we saw Instagram try to mirror YouTube 
when we were sort of like freaking out about the internet ban a few years ago and we were scared about you know our 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 things being censored and stuff like that but this reels we saw instagram trying to do igtv igtv worked for some people some people don't like igtv it's like everything but this real section i don't know how many tiktok creators will move to this i'm already starting to see some of them play around with it but it's something where you have to because this is their livelihood at stake especially for a lot of those tiktokers that don't just make dances because i know we make fun of those who just dance on screen and make millions of dollars those people that actually rely on it you know i follow a lot of tiktokers that give you fashion advice and they give you here's how to dress for an interview here's how to dress when you're going out to the beach and tiktokers that give you advice on finances that give you advice i follow dentists on tiktok i follow doctors on tiktok i follow all sorts of people on tiktok that give you advice on different things and they've used these platforms to sort of inform others but now it's going to be gone if you know microsoft doesn't acquire tiktok so now it's kind of like it's up in the air for these creators and like I said, TikTok might just end up being another one of those phases like we talked about, but it will be the first time an application is ever banned in the United States. That's really interesting. That's an interesting fact there. Um, like you said, a lot of people use this as their livelihood. I mean, people have gone from zero to hero pretty much society because of TikTok. I mean, I always said I don't agree with some people being famous because at the end of the day, somebody like a Charlie D'Amelio or a Addison Ray, they're dancing in front of a screen and getting hype. Again, it's their livelihood and it's taken away. What are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, we make fun of like the dancer TikToks and all that, but you're right. It is their livelihood. And, and to be honest, that's where a lot of people gain popularity. Some TikTokers already had a YouTube channel. And once they gained popularity on TikTok, they were like, oh, follow my YouTube channel, follow my YouTube channel. And that's where they got most of their subscribers or their Instagram followers. And also all that hype is where they get sponsor sponsorships. So like, it is how they gain money. And it's, we've seen to be the most convenient way to earn money during this pandemic specifically because they take video they take videos in their home and all that and it's just it's not a quick way but it's an easier way of earning money during this pandemic and if it's banned like all these people who have all these hype are going to be running around like headless chicken because they're not going to know where their next source of income is going to be coming from and it's just something that we really need to take into consideration. I understand what the president is doing, but I honestly believe that Microsoft is going to buy it out because I feel like TikTok is not going to go down like this. I feel like TikTok is not going to go down without a fight because it's what TikTok is. Which it's crazy to think, you know, like you said, Addison Rae, Charlie Domino. Charlie Domino is still in school, so it's something she can go back to high school and she can work things out again. But the older content creators, you know, Addison Rae dropped out of LSU to focus on her TikTok career. And while she has already skyrocketed because of TikTok and she already, you know, she started a podcast with her mom and she's BFFs with Kourtney Kardashian now. She's getting all sorts of brand deals now because of TikTok. It's something that she can move to YouTube. She can become an Instagram influencer and she'll be fine. But those influencers that are a little smaller than people like Addison Ray that do rely on TikTok, they have grown because of TikTok, but not 100%. It's something that if they lose TikTok, where do we go next? And like you said, we're seeing now influencers, follow me on Instagram, follow me on YouTube. I'm starting a YouTube. I'm starting this just in case, just in case, because you never know. It was like TikTok was supposed to be over on Saturday. And here we are a week later and we still have TikTok. Now we know that we have 45 days pretty much left with TikTok if it's not purchased by Microsoft. But we'll see how that works out. And we've talked about TikTok a lot here on the youth and its effects and how Again, it's probably going to end up being a, f a phase, but I feel like if we do get to keep TikTok here in the United States because Microsoft buys it, it will become a much bigger app than what we expected it to be. But when we come back here on the youth, Halloween 2020, it's just around the corner, but it actually may be canceled. There's a lot of things and a lot of traditions coming in the next few months that because of the current pandemic, we may not be able to see, we may not be able to hear stories about experience because 
we want to we want to stay safe. You're listening to the youth here on Sam Radio, Series XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. Because I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. Hey, Platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio, Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio Sirius XM channel 145. How are we on our third segment already? Time literally flies. We're having some pretty good conversations. And this next one, this one's an interesting one and a lot of factors that we didn't even think of because we're so caught up in dealing with what's going on right now. What's going on with going back to school? That's the hot topic right now is back to school, dealing with virtual, going back on campus. What's going to happen? But Halloween 2020 is just around the corner. And a tough reality we may have to face is that Halloween 2020 may be canceled. 
like a hundred percent you can get dressed up and sit in your living room and have a great time but we're seeing huge parks that do these crazy sorts of halloween festivities universal not only here in orlando but in hollywood as well we're seeing they canceled halloween horror nights which as we know is probably the most popular attraction for the halloween season Disney World's yet to announce if Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween has been canceled yet, at least here in Orlando. But Disneyland in Anaheim, California, canceled all Halloween festivities. Trick-or-treating is another interesting factor during this pandemic because that may be completely thrown out the window. You're interacting with strangers. They're giving you candy. That's a Petri dish. And just you're asking and begging for to spread COVID at that point. But this may just be thrown out the window to avoid catching or spreading COVID amongst others. I mean, it'd be weird to see little kids with masks on trick-or-treating. That'd be kind of, that'd be a real sign of the times. Local haunted houses and pumpkin patches probably be closed as well. You probably have to pick up pumpkins at Publix this year and do some sort of your own haunted house at home. Maybe everybody just wake up. Don't put any makeup on just as soon as you wake up. Everybody just scare each other on Halloween morning that can be your haunted house check that off the list early in the morning but the big question that comes upon all of this is can we survive a season without halloween you know this year's already been pretty tough as as it is we're seeing our economy struggle big time it's being weakened due to the pandemic series of business closures unemployment rates skyrocketing but without halloween which we know that people spend loads and loads of money on costumes on tickets to these attractions, on candy, on all sorts of decorations, will we be able to, you know, kind of make it through this financial blow if Halloween 2020 is canceled? We've already seen some Christmas traditions being canceled. And that's all the way in December. The Radio City Christmas Spectacular, if you have not heard already, is being canceled. Over 300 employees are being laid off. We still haven't heard anything about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but as we know, people gather like crazy to watch this parade you're tied up you're freezing cold it's probably snowing we probably won't see that parade either this year and it's so concerning because now all these holiday traditions that we were accustomed to and in March we thought oh we'll be fine we'll by October we'll be okay we'll be out of this we'll probably be able to have Halloween Thanksgiving Day Parade we'll still see that on TV Christmas you know all these Christmas traditions the lighting of the Christmas tree in New York and Rockefeller Center all these things may be either altered or just canceled completely to avoid spreading and to avoid this constant increase in cases, which is crazy because now these traditions we're accustomed to, we won't see them, we probably won't hear about them, won't hear stories about them because of the fear of spreading the virus more than it has already. I mean, I want to go back to the one point that you made that actually caught my eye a little bit. The fact that people spend a lot of money on Halloween. And we all know that the basis of the economy is, oh, you spend money, the economy goes up. And now people aren't going to be spending that money because, let's be honest, people aren't going to spend money for home Halloween. That's not going to happen. So I feel like the economy is going to take a little bit of a hit, to be honest with you, because of all the, excuse me, all the decorations that are sold during this time, all the costumes, all the candy, all that type of stuff. That's going to, I'm not saying people aren't going to get dressed up, I'm sure they will, but that's going to decline pretty mildly and it's going to hurt the economy a little bit. I mean, I think some people who are like straight up Halloween fanatics can find a way to make it work. Like maybe, I don't know, right here, these streets, like the down this street, maybe uh, a Halloween like decoration competition. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we'll probably see Halloween parades. We'll probably see, you know, we saw graduation parades, we saw birthday parades, and clearly we may be ha- we may have to see Halloween parades. We're probably gonna, like Idania said, Halloween house. Like cooking dust is more scary, you know. Like it'd be, it, there's so many different things that we're going to have to change and shift 
if you still really want to celebrate Halloween, because I know for us, we'll probably just kick back. I'll finally watch uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Just, just because we, we just. I'm making you watch it though. That's the thing. You've well, never I'm, seen I'm, that I'm, movie. That. I've never. I'm seen strapping it. you down. Watch this movie. She has. You've seen. never seen that, that movie. Safe? I have never seen that movie. No. That was my Quinta's theme. I know. I remember. <laughs> I just. I. I've never watched it. I just. I don't know. I never watched it growing up. That and is I a sin. Myself, I always tell myself I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. And now I'm like, I'll just wait till Halloween since apparently we really won't have anything to do for Halloween. That's what my sister and I usually do. We watch The Nightmare Before Christmas and then probably just binge watch like Bloomhouse production movies or like the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> so these are, you see, these are some traditions that now, since we're going to have to spend Halloween inside, we won't be able to go trick-or-treating, won't be able to have these Halloween parties and all these things that everybody tends to look forward to for Halloween. We're going to have to stay home Uh I don't know, Anthony. You wanna you wanna do matching costumes again this year? It's been a while since we've done that. Luke and Leia. Yeah, sure. Why not? Pirates. We've Anthony and I. When we were younger, growing up, we always matched our costumes. Uh, Violet and Dash from The Incredibles. Jesse and Woody from Toy Story. Uh, like I said, Leia that is and adorable. Luke we that is, I need to see pictures. That is amazing. He's trying. He's trying to hide and like mask his excitement right now. Because we did this for a very long time. I think the first time we didn't really match costumes might have been once I got to middle school. Yeah. Sixth grade, I was a pink it, it took a while. I don't even remember what he was in, in sixth grade. But, you know, we used to match costumes all the time. So even though we're not big Halloween people, when we were growing up, we used to, we used to, we would make, we would make you run to win that Halloween costume contest because we we would go off i'll never forget the year i was hannah montana i spray painted my hair blonde and the year that um i was violet and anthony was dash anthony had his hair slicked back and i had my hair super ironed so that i looked just like violet and you know you got to dress up for school then you got to dress up for actual trick-or-treating because you're gonna come home take a nap but you got to get back into your costume and you got to dress up for the halloween parties that are probably going on so these are now traditions that while we grew up with them, now that we're older, we don't really care about Halloween that much anymore. But there's a lot of little kids that look forward to go trick-or-treating. And while we may have, I think I've trick-or-treated a handful of times growing up because we used to always do Halloween parties and we didn't focus on the trick-or-treating. That's still something that a lot of kids, that's what they look forward to for Halloween. So maybe like they used to do in elementary school where you would go trick-or-treating across the classrooms. Maybe you got to go trick-or-treating in each room of your house, but it's just things that now we have to come up with ideas. The same one we did for graduation parades, for birthdays during the pandemic, we did uh, birthday parades, all sorts of different celebrations we've had to alter due to this pandemic is something we're going to have to add on for Halloween. We're going to have to do at-home Halloween celebrations and Hopefully Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I know that that's a big deal here, at least in my house. I don't know about you, Idania, but every Thanksgiving morning, you know, we eat breakfast. Dad makes his fire French toast and we watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And we always talk about how, oh, next year we're going to be there. Next year we're going to be there. And the year the year passes and we're still at home watching it on our couch. But it's a tradition that this year we're unsure if we're going to get to have because of again avoiding that spread so i hope it's something that by then they can figure it out but these october november december is not that far away it's already august 7th august is going to come and go and we know how quick the holiday season comes by before we know it it's going to be december 31st and 2020 will be over which is crazy to think because we've spent most of 2020 inside of our houses finally I'm just hoping for this year to be over. I feel like once this, like once the the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, like it's just gonna be like, oh, you have completed level 2020. Now on to level 2021. Like you just passed a level in a video game. I feel like that's exactly what it's gonna well, it's be like, like. It's like Jumanji. I've seen memes. <laughs> pretty, people saying, pretty much, it's gonna be like that. I've seen memes of people people saying that when the clock strikes 12 on December 31st and it's January 1st, 2021, that instead of yelling Happy New Year. Everybody has to yell, welcome to Jumanji, because this was the hardest level of Jumanji. So it's just, you know, 
it's now this holiday season flies by and it goes by so fast. So 2021 is just around the corner, but there's still a lot of traditions and a lot of things that are now coming in these next few months that we didn't even take into consideration this entire pandemic because we've been so focused on, okay, we have to stay home. Okay, uh, if my child's graduating, what can I do to celebrate their graduation? Oh my gosh, my kid's birthday's in the middle of the pandemic. How am I gonna celebrate? Uh, Zoom birthday parties, um, birthday parades, all sorts of different things to adjust to the circumstances. We've seen schools opt for virtual graduations. We've seen schools opt for social distance graduations. We've seen universities have to deal with these situations as well. Now it's back to school, universities doing virtual, universities going back to campus. There's so many things we've had to deal with. And the holiday season, we just completely didn't even realize that there's a lot of traditions now that are probably going to be broken because of this pandemic. When we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk about it's another national day. This was probably going to be a little bit fun to talk about. We're going to see if this romanticized childhood relic is something that we grew up doing in the summer. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, 
wow, qué rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio Sirius XM channel 145 for our final segment of today's show. You know how we love celebrating national days here on the youth. And today is a pretty interesting one. And I want to see if you guys have ever experienced one of these fights or on a hot summer day you guys just inflate some of these and have some fun yes it's national water balloon day happy national water balloon day Danny and anthony um so i guess the question i'm aiming for is did you ever we know how here we we would see the the commercials on disney channel nickelodeon for a bunch of balloons and we thought that that was like top engineering and we at eight years old were amazed at the fact that instead of having to inflate a balloon one by one you could fill 40 balloons at a time but if you called at right that moment you would get 80 balloons not just 40 and you'd say mom mom come on i want a water balloon fight can we order them no like i'm not gonna pay that for a one-time use it's a one-time use but did you guys ever have that experience growing up? One water balloon fight, at least just one. Bunch of balloons or not. I'm sure most of us have had some sort of experience with a water balloon at some point. I've fought in five fights and I usually go ham when I fight. I mean, like I'll be pelting. I'm that type of guy that like, you see me in the corner and I just fastball. Right, like I'm, I'm that type of guy. I'm, I'm kind of mean when it comes to this. I gotta, gotta fix that up. But yeah, I'm a little mean when it comes to water balloon fights, but they are very fun. Yes, you're unless like the worst feeling in the world is getting pelted in the back and then it doesn't pop. That one, that hurts. I used to have water balloon fights. Um, I'm the youngest by 12 years, so I didn't really grow up with like kids the same age as me um so my oldest sister one day um decided to have a water balloon fight with me mind you my oldest sister's like really skinny she's like super scrawny she like doesn't like to get dirty or anything so we didn't get a bunch of balloons but um we did get like the little pump thing and we started to have a water balloon fight and i'm super competitive when i tell you you would have thought i played baseball baseball my entire life dude i threw that like there was no tomorrow it was crazy but i had so much fun i mean poor my sister you know but i had a lot of fun to be quite honest and then she got mad that i was beating her so she grabbed the hose and decided to water me down so that was fun so i guess i would have to say i think i've engaged in more water balloon fights at an older age than a younger age I did have an experience with a bunch of balloons. Um, they're not that as effective as TV makes them seem, but we did it uh, for my younger cousin's sixth birthday just, you know, a few months ago. We, you know, we did a birthday parade. And of course, it wouldn't have been his sixth birthday unless we threw water balloons at him. He had no idea. He started freaking out, started screaming, started laughing. It was hilarious. But I think the best kind of fight that we've had and I know Anthony was in this one and Idani you're gonna be kind of shook when you hear this it was not water balloons we used something else to replace the water balloons took place on a beach in 2015 a cupcake war we got a bunch of cupcakes frosting which you know the frosting from Publix does damage staining and if you inhale that frosting, it's you're going to be sneezing pink for a few days. We did that on the beach. Let me just say that that probably has to be one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. Everybody throwing cupcakes at each other. But the thing is, 
it's not like a balloon that it pops. If you throw it and you lose the frosting, then that's in the sand. That's okay because we would pick up the frosting from the sand, all sandy and smear it on each other's faces. And I had frosting all over my face here. And I was throwing it on people's backs, smooshing people like a, like an Oreo like that with cups. I remember, I remember one, somebody, I forgot who, but somebody pelted me in the back with one of them. And I had one in my hand. I just turned around and I went, bah, I just hit him right in the face with the cupcake. Funniest it was thing ever. chaotic. And all the people us. on the beach were looking at us like, what is going on with these kids? And as soon as we finished, we ran out of cupcakes. So we just started smushing cake on each other. So there's frosting, there's cookie, there's cake crumbles all over you. And then there's sand frosting on you and in your face and in your ears and everywhere. And we just ran into the salt water to cleanse it because we didn't think that far. We just started throwing cupcakes at each other and didn't think that far. And then trying to rinse the frosting off your eyes was definitely a challenge because I don't know what bothered more, the creaminess of the frosting or the salt water stinging my eyeballs. Hold on, I have a question. Was <laughs> this like impromptu or or did you guys go to the beach and like plan it out? Like we're going to have cupcakes so that we could throw it at each other. Well, we, were, we were on vacation and it was kind of planned, kind of impromptu because we had always talked about wanting to do it. But we just never really thought it was going to happen. And my uncle shows up with 24 cupcakes and goes, yeah, it's going down. It's, it's happening. So he facilitated this entire adventure. And 24 cupcakes later, we're all in the salt water laughing. Some people were mad at each other because it got really violent and pretty extreme. <laughs> I know when I get into things like that, water balloon fights, any sort of like battle in this sense i get very into it and i get very competitive because i do not want to lose and while there was no winner in this situation i guess i could say that i was the one that took the least damage in cupcakes i was pretty good at dodging it and i could run pretty fast all those years ago do that today and well i'm probably going to end up on the floor covered in sand frosting cake and <laughs> it won't be as fun as it was five years ago when i was pelting everyone but I still I still get pretty competitive. I could still I I'll put on a fight. I can put on a fight. Ask Anthony. <laughs> Whoa, hey Amanda, hold on. do you hear that? I hear I it too. Hear that. And that means we have come to the end of our show. You guys tried to beat each other out. I the audio kind of cut out there for a moment. So I think we're gonna have to call this one a tie today. Thank you for another spectacular show. I had fun with the two of you on here. We talked so much about so many interesting things. Let's hope that this holiday season is not canceled. But before we get to that, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, and we will see you back here on Monday. The Youth, Slam Radio, Series 6M, Channel 145. The views and opinions expressed on The Youth are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.